Yes, 
Is it a punishment? No, but that's close. It's kind of it's hot. punishments are not nice either, are they? But afflictions are not necessarily punishments, but they're hard. And so there was no water. Was there something else that was happened to the Israelites when they were in the wilderness? Jasmine? They were complaining. Why were they complaining? Yeah, so they ran out of water, so they were complaining. Do you think they were saying, it's good for me that I have run out of water? No, they weren't. What were they saying? Why are we out of water? Right? Where's the water? Moses is trying to kill us. They were not saying, it's good for me that I have run out of water. Have they? Were they? Mm, they needed to learn this verse, didn't they? So... What is something else that happened to them while they were in the wilderness? Something that we learned about last week. Something that we learned about last week. Some of you were here last week. Ian, what happened last week? They complained because they didn't have food. So um, they ran, they were in the wilderness, right? in the wilderness, and they couldn't find food. They ran out of food, they got hungry, and they complained. Do you remember what they said when they complained? Remember what? At least, you know, at least we had food in... No, food in, in Egypt. What did they forgot about Egypt? They were slaves. But they said it'd be better to be slaves than, than to have food. So they were not saying... It's good for me that I have run out of food. Were they? They were saying, Moses brought us out here to kill us. They complained. So, an affliction would be running out of water. Right? For the Israelites, or not being able to find food. What happened the, when the Israelites ran out of water? What happened? They found some water, and it was bad, right? And then what happened? Did the, did the water stay bad? Who told them to put the tree in the water? God did. So the Israelites learned. Did they learn that when they have bad times, God can take care of them? They should have learned that, though, shouldn't they? And another time they ran out of water, and there was no pool of water that was even bad, and God told Moses to do what? Go to this rock and strike it with his rod, and water came out. So they had a bad time, they had an affliction, and they should have learned in that affliction, when they ran out of water, that God would take care of them, right? That would be one of God's statutes, that he's with us all the time, and that he will care, that he cares for us. When they ran out of food and they were all hungry and they weren't saying, it's good for me that I've been hungry, they were saying, I wish we were in Egypt. What did God do? Did God, did they, could they learn something from that? Yeah. They could have learned something from that. What did God do? Uh, that was a few weeks before. That, that is something that God did. Well, let's see if I show you a picture what God did when they ran out of food. 
What did God do when they ran out of food? Jasmine, you remember? Two things, right? What was one of them? God sent birds, like chickens, little chickens, came, and they could have as much chicken, we might say, as many quail is the word that the Bible says that they could eat. They had lots of meat. They were hungry, but who provided for them? God did. God provided food. And then what did he do in the morning? What did they find in the morning? Bread from heaven. It looks like eggs in the picture, but it's flakes. It's flakes uh, that you could make into bread and all kinds, you could do all kinds of different stuff with it. It's like flour, sort of, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they did not say, it's good for me that I run out of food because then I could learn that God takes care of me. But they should have learned that God takes care of them, right? And when we have, the lesson is that when we have bad things happen to us, Sometimes God lets the bad things happen to us so that we can learn. So we can learn to trust Him, to believe on Him. Now, the Israelites, they were in the wilderness. Remember? They went across the Red Sea, and then they went down this way. Why did they go down this way? Why did they go down this way? God had a plan, but it was more than that. Why did they go down this way, because where were they going? They were going over here. But did they go that way? No. no, they went down that way. Why did they go down that way? Jasmine? How did they know that God wanted them to go down that way? Ah, wait. How did they know that God wanted them to go down that way? Somebody else. I think Jasmine knows the answer, but let's see if someone else knows. Maddie? A cloud was in the sky, and at night it looked like what? A pillar of fire. fire. That's right. And that led them, and so they went down this way. Do you think anybody else lived down in this part of the world? No. Yes. There actually was. There was other people that lived down here. They lived there before the Israelites ever came. And they were called the Amalekites. And the Amalekites, they were herdsmen. They had lots and lots of cattle and sheep and goats. And... They would go from place to place. They would go to this place and let their animals eat all the, all the grass and stuff there. And then they would go to another place and eat the grass there while the grass grew back at the place where they were. And then they'd go to the next they'd go from place to place all over the wilderness. And you know what the Israelites had with them? Sheep and goats and cattle. So when the Israelites came into this area... What did their sheep and goats and cattle do? They ate. And so then the Amalekites, sheep and goats and cattle, did they have anything to eat? No. Not right there. And I can imagine the Amalekite leaders got together and said, what are these guys doing coming down here? They actually were distantly related. Um, the Israelites were the children of Israel. Do you remember the other name that Israel had? Eliza? No, Judah was the son of Israel. So Jacob, Jacob and Israel, Israel is the same. And the Amalekites were children of Esau. Remember who Esau was? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jacob's brother. So they were distantly 
completely related, like 500 years back. And the Amalekites lived in this area, and they did not like it that the Israelites were coming through there. I can imagine they said, if they are going to Canaan, why did they come down here? We need to get rid of these. We need to drive these people out of here. And some other of the Amalekite leaders probably said something like, yeah, but did you hear what happened way up in Egypt? I heard that God sent all kinds of plagues on the, on the Egyptians. And then they left. And when they left, they went across the Red Sea on dry ground. And the other leader, maybe he said, well, that doesn't matter. We won't, we'll just attack the weak ones, the ones in the back that are having a hard time keeping up. The ones that are weak and maybe a little sick and aren't feeling good, we'll attack them. And that's what they did. They got their swords and spears out, and they went and they attacked the back, the slow ones, the ones that are weak. And the Israelites got scared. Don't you think they got scared? There's people that are trying to hurt them. That's trouble, isn't it? You think God can take care of them in that trouble? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Why do you think so? You think God, why do you think God can take care of them in this trouble? Aaron? God can do everything. That's true. That's true. And Ian? God took care of them everywhere else. He took care of them everywhere else. He took care of them when they ran out of water. Right? <clears throat> he provided for them when they ran out of food. And now, these Israelites, do you think they know how to fight? No. Why? What have they been all their lives? Ian's helping me tell the story. Moses, sit up straight. They've been slaves, right? And all they did while they were slaves is make bricks. So you would think they don't even know how to fight. I'm sure the Amalekites thought, these guys don't know nothing. They don't know anything. But do you think God provided for them? Who was the Israelites' leader? Who was the Israelites' leader? Moses. Everybody should know this. Without, without Ian saying it out loud. Everybody should know this, right, Moses? Do we know who the Israelites' leader was? Yep. Who was the Israelites' leader? Moses. That's right, it was Moses, and not this one right here. So, Moses was their leader, and Moses, did Moses have godly parents? No. Yes. Yes, he was born to godly parents, because his parents were told that they were supposed to destroy their children, especially the baby boys, but they didn't, did they? They believed God. They trusted God. And then Moses was rescued out of the river, and Moses' parents taught him about God. And then Moses went and lived where? Where did Moses live after he was uh, just a little boy? He went to live with Jasmine? The princess. The princess, that's right. And so Moses got the best education you could get. And the Bible tells us that he was a mighty man. He was powerful with his words and in his deeds. And when we read in the history books, we find out that Moses was a mighty general in the Egyptian army. He knew how to fight. He took the Egyptian army and defended the land of Egypt, where he was one of the princes. He was a prince. And he defended them against one of their enemies. So he knew how to fight. Did God teach make sure that he knew how to fight? No. Yes, he did. 
God made sure that Moses had that kind of training. And then God let Moses, or sent Moses into the wilderness, so that he would know how to live in the wilderness. And now Moses is their leader, and they have an enemy. You think, did God provide for them? Yes. He did. Who did he provide for them? Moses. And Moses had his rod, and Moses said to one of the young men, he said, his name was Joshua, he said, Joshua, tomorrow, get, uh, get strong men that are able to fight, and I don't know how they knew that, and go out and fight against these Amalekites that keep bothering us, and me, I'm going to go up on the mountain, up there, where you can see me, and I'm going to go up with my rod, and you will be down in the valley fighting against the Amalekites. And the Bible tells us that the next day Joshua and the men of Israel went out to fight against the Amalekites. And Moses went up on the mountain and he lifted up his arms and his rod up to heaven. And when Moses was lifting up his rod, the men of Israel with Joshua leading them, they were beating the Amalekites. But, okay, now let's try this. I want everybody to sit there, sit up straight, and put your arms up in the air. Okay, now we should have done this for a little while, but how long do you think you can put your arms up in the air? Keep them up there. Keep them up there. Oh. Anybody tired yet? No. No. Not yet? What no, if we put no, a no. stick in one of them? Five minutes. In five minutes? Okay, so we won't do this for five minutes. But, um... After a while, what happened to Moses' arms? He got tired and he put them down, right? And the Bible says that when Moses' arms went down, the Amalekites started beating the Israelites. And he could look down in there and he could see that the Amalekites were beating the Israelites. Whoops, this picture. And so, what do you think he did when he saw that the Israelites were getting beat by the Amalekites? He raised up his arms and the rod up in the air. And what happened when he raised up his arms in the air and his rod up in the air? He got tired, but what happened down in the valley? The Israelites were winning. Now, why do you think that was? What do you think Moses was doing with his arms up in the air? <coughs> There's a few things that he could have been doing. What do you think he was doing? Maybe he was doing all of them. Jasmine? Besides putting his arms up in there, what is he doing? Ian, what do you think he's doing? Praying. You think he might have been praying? The Bible doesn't tell us, but we think probably he was praying. There's something else that he was could have been doing because the, the history, the, the history books that tell us that Moses was a great leader in Egypt also tell us that one of the ways they would signal to their armies what to do is with a rod, with a stick up in the air. They point it certain ways. And then the guys down on the ground would know what to do. They would know where to go to beat the enemy. So maybe that's what he was doing too. He could have been doing that and other things. But what happened after a while? His arms got tired and down they went. And when his arms went down, what started happening? The Amalekites started beating the Israelites. Well, there was two. You see there's two people up there with Moses up there? One was his brother. What was Moses' brother's name? Aaron, what was Moses' brother's name? Aaron. Very good. 
Very good. And then there was another man there, another man there called Hur. And Aaron and Hur said to Moses, here, how about if you sit on this rock? And I don't have a rock here, but he sat on his rock. And then they just stood next to him. And what do you think they did standing next to him? They held up his arms. And as he continued, Moses, as he, continued, as he stayed there with his arms up, and Aaron and Hur helping him, what do you think happened by the end of the day? Who won the battle? The Israelites won the battle. Why? Because his arms were up. But was it his arms up that gave that gave the victory to the Israelites? It was God, right? It was God who gave the victory to the Israelites. God provided something else for them, didn't he? He, he gave them victory. He provided victory. So in our lessons, God has provided water, right? And God has provided food. And now God provided protection or safety or victory. And you know what we should, we should remember from this? We can maybe learn from this? That God can provide everything we need to Okay? We live in America where there's lots of food and plenty of water. But we all have an enemy. If you are, if you believe God and you have trusted Jesus and you are in his family, there's somebody who hates you. Who hates everybody that's in God's family? The devil. Satan. And the devil comes to us and tempts us to do things that are bad. But will God, can God protect us from those temptations? He can. That's right. But God lets us go through hard times. He lets us go through, He lets us be afflicted so that we can learn that He is with us. Now, when you are tempted to do things that are wrong, there's always with the temptation an opportunity to do what's right. When you resist the temptation, God gives you the strength and protects you from that temptation. How many of you have had times when you, we don't like to think about it, but when we've done something that we know is wrong, right? We know it's wrong. We maybe sassed our parents, or we took something that was somebody else's. What is it when you take something that's somebody else's? That's stealing. That's right. Um... What you said something about someone else that's not true? What is that? That's lying. Right. And we all are tempted to do things like that, but God can be with us. We can depend on His strength, and He can help us resist the devil and resist that temptation. And that's what we need to be remembering. Listen here. When we have hard times, we need to think, what can I learn from God in this affliction, in this hard time, in this thing that seems bad. It seems bad, but God has something good for me in it, and that's what we should remember. And next week we'll talk some more about the different ways that God provides for us in His providence, provides it.